Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Coach Erica Janelle, and I am here to give you guys another episode of Relationship Talks with Erica Janelle. I am so excited to be able to share something with you guys. I know it's been a minute. I have been, <clears throat> excuse me, a little hoarse. I've been working on several projects. Um, I'm releasing music as of tomorrow, so I'm super excited. My first single will be out tomorrow called Breaking Down. Um, and all of my songs are directly related to the Relationship Talks podcast. That's why I'm releasing music. Um, so I'm super excited. You guys, it'll be on all platforms, um, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify, everybody. Um, so please check it out. Um, my second single will be out later on this month. I, the date was supposed to be the 11th, but I think there's going to be some changes. So we will. I will definitely keep you guys posted on that as well. But I am so excited um, to come before you guys, and I do have to apologize for it being such a long time. I've just had a major, I will say the last, <clears throat> excuse me, four months of my life has been major transition and just a lot going on. Um, some really, really great things. Um, I am just super busy, but trying to really navigate and making a commitment to really navigate through um, making sure that my podcast family is getting the content that they need and making sure my YouTube family gets the content that they need and then just trying to put it all together with all the other responsibilities that I have. So please bear with me. I apologize for the delay. Um, I am definitely putting myself on a schedule. Today starts the first day of my schedule. So um, I look forward to sharing more of these messages with you. Now, let's get into the topic for today. And you guys, I'm gonna give you this little preface, this little preface to say, you guys know I am big on teaching self-love first. Before you can even think about being in a relationship with someone, loving someone, being with someone, you've gotta learn how to love and be with yourself first. You've gotta know yourself, you've gotta understand the things that are important to you, that are of value to you, and you've gotta be able to walk in Full manifestation of who you are so that when you are thinking about entering into relationship you're not bringing a representative into that relationship you're bringing your whole healed um, authentic self to the forefront of that potential relationship and you know everybody knows I am single um, I am definitely open and ready to meet my husband <laughs> Um, the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with and build a life with. Um, however, I am not in a rush for that. Like I'm still working on so many things in my own personal life that I feel as though are things that I don't want to bring into a relationship with someone. For, for instance, I'm still working to build my finances where I want my finances to be. I know that that is not necessarily a number one thing from for a lot of men, especially men that are successful. They're not really thinking like, oh, I need you to have all this money. But for me personally, the entrepreneur and the go-getter that I am, I want to be at a certain level financially before I really dive deep into a relationship with someone because I don't want to be a burden on a person. I want to be a blessing. My whole focus in life is to be able to pour my love and the gifts and the the affection that I have to share with my partner. And I don't want to bring stress and, oh my God, we got to navigate through how to pay off all of these bills. No, I'm working on paying off my bills. <laughs> I'm not looking for a man to rescue me through that. But 
I am looking for a partner. Um, and I'm not going to say that to say that I am not going to be open to somebody coming into my life while I'm working on what I'm working on. I don't think we'll ever be at a place where we're perfect, but I do think we should always be striving for that level of where we want to be and then pursuing the relationship. But if God sends the relationship to me before then, then Hey, I am open and I am willing. However, I'm not rushing it. Um, my focus is really getting my finances and my career and my businesses where I want them to be. And that is my primary focus. Um, excuse me. Um, so without further ado, I want to talk to you guys today about the steps that you should take to be ready and be preparing for a successful relationship. And I know that there are many um, life coaches that that teach this and a lot of people talk about, you know, you should, you know, be able to be at a certain place before you're, you know, thinking about being with someone. And that is, to a certain extent, definitely true. Um, the thing that I am learning in my journey is being open and willing to be guided by the Spirit of God when it comes to relationships. Um, I am not... Uh, one of those people that says, okay, you got to do this, 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 and this, and then you're ready. No, life is not always cookie cutter like that, but your primary focus should be on you and your self-love and being the best version of yourself. Yes, I agree that that is where your focus should be. Um, and so let's get into it. So for me, um, and I'm speaking from my own personal experiences and from my on personal convictions I feel as though if you have not healed and mastered self-love you are not ready to be with anybody else and I say that firmly I don't believe there are any exceptions to this rule because healing is so important and I and I'm saying it for both males and females um, we often talk about, you know, healing from heartbreak or healing from past mistakes, you know, past mistakes that we've made in our relationships and things that hurt us in our childhood, whatever those things may be. But you will be very surprised how few people actually do the work to heal. And when I say heal, I'm not talking about just acknowledging that you have a problem or acknowledging that this is the way that you think about relationships. And then you're going with it and saying, OK, well, this is just who I am and you just got to take it or leave it. No. True healing is more than just acknowledging acknowledging the issue or acknowledgement of the issue. True healing is when you not only acknowledge the issue, but you go through and you decide, you determine where those those issues came from and then you tackle them, you deal with them. You deal with the the pain. You 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 deal with the hurt, you deal with the rejection, you deal with the um after effects or aftermath of those things that have happened to you. And I'll give you an example. Um, as a woman coming out of a verbally abusive and sometimes physically abusive marriage, as a woman that was cheated on and left by my ex-husband's, he left me for his mistress, as a woman who, after having children, I struggled with my weight going up and down and those types of things, um, I had to learn how to love myself. I had to realize that as a woman, it, it wasn't my fault that he chose to be with another woman. We were young, <laughs> very young. I got married at 18, which I have no 
uh, I have no qualms about telling you guys that, which I've, I've told you in many videos. Um, and we were young. So the cheating was not necessarily just the thing for me, but it was the cheating and then you pushing it on me as if I wasn't doing what I needed to do. So it took my self-esteem down. And you made me, he made me feel like I was not good enough. He made me feel like she is better than you. Um, she's prettier than you. She's more fit than you. She's more, um, she's better than you. And it took a lot for me for the years after that to really understand that there's nothing wrong with me as a person. Now, those insecurities and those rejections didn't just start from him. It started from my childhood and the things that I went through in my childhood, you know, not having a father growing up, not having a, a positive male role model in my life like that, and never being taught my value as a woman. I had to learn how to value myself as a woman by myself. And it took me through some really challenging things to really understand who I was and the beauty that I have internally and externally. I always tell people my beauty is really way deeper than physical. I, my beauty is the love that I have. I, I am very loving and I will love you to the ends of the earth when, when I choose to love you. Um, if you're a person that I deem that worthy of my love, um, that to me is the most beautiful part of me. But I understood that some of that part of low self-esteem and rejection didn't just come from him. It was reaffirmed by him, but it didn't come from him. So I couldn't bring, blame all of my insecurities, inferiorities, um, rejections on him. Did it add to the inferiorities and the rejections? Absolutely. But was it the necessary reason why it, my whole self-esteem was bad? No. My whole self-esteem was bad based on the things that I experienced in my childhood that then at growing up and getting married at 18, having not even understood that those were issues, I just thought I was fine. Um, I brought a lot of those insecurities into that marriage. So I looked to him to make me feel beautiful. I looked to him to make me feel special, to make me feel like I was good enough. And in actuality, I should have been looking to God first and then internally. I should have known that I was good enough because I knew it for myself. But it took me years of therapy, years of trauma therapy, years of really just getting to know myself and seeing the value that I bring into this world, let alone into a relationship. And so when I finally got to that place in my life, um, I was unstoppable in, in the sense of somebody telling me that I wasn't good enough. I knew who I was at that point. So it wasn't, um, and it took me years, like it took years, even through, you know, I wasn't even fully healed in my second marriage. Definitely not. Cause I only married him because I was so broken. I would have never married him. Um, he was never the kind of guy I would have even been dating, um, preference wise, but I was so broken. And he was the first one that showed me some type of love and attention and affection that I did not have from my ex-husband. Um, so I was able to latch onto that and it took me years, even after the second marriage to heal and to really understand who I was. And I, go back and I think 
I don't blame either one of them for those things. I know it's deeper than them. And I had to realize that I would have never even entertained these type of people had I been the person that I should have been being whole and being healed. So I say all of that to say, it's so important to do the work, to heal, to really get honest and down and dirty with yourself, to realize where your negative thoughts come from and then work on whatever you need to work on to get your healing through those things. It is so important. I can't even describe to you guys how important it is because it shaped I went through so many challenges and battles in life that I would have not had to go through had I known who I truly was and had I known what I brought to a relationship and what I brought to the table and was truly confident in that. This woman that I am today, am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I know who I am. So I'm not going to let somebody take that away from me and make me feel like I am less than. I know, I know I am not less than. I know I am worthy of someone's love. I know that I am worthy of being able to experience what it feels like to, to not be rejected, to feel protected, to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel valued. I'm worthy of that because that's what I give. I give it from within. So when somebody gets to know me and gets to experience a relationship with me, they get to experience all of those wonderful healings that I've done on the inside. And this is a step that we cannot bypass. I find that too often men and women avoid the healing. I have to say, I think men avoid it a little bit more because they're not as naturally in tune to emotions as we are as women. However, therapy is necessary. And not just any therapist. You don't just find just some random person just to spout off all your problems to. You need to find somebody that you can connect with that really genuinely can help you navigate through your processes and through maybe dealing with some of those childhood wounds that maybe you didn't even realize was a thing. Because for me, I didn't even realize. I was oblivious to the fact that childhood wounds drew me into the type of men that I was that I was attracting, the type of men I was attracting. I had no idea that that was a thing. Um, and of course, had I known it, I would not have even put myself out there to even be in a relationship until I knew that I was whole and I was healed within myself, healed within myself. So I say all of those things to say, you cannot bypass the healing process. So step one, if I'm given steps, because this is entitled steps <laughs> to know that you're ready for, you know, to, to, to dive into a relationship, be willing to do the work self-healing okay so the second thing that I want to mention is um, and, and self-love the second thing that I want to mention is making sure that you are presenting your your best possible self and that can go along with step one but when I talk about this I'm talking about even physically like I talked about how I want to get my finances at a certain level before I'm really ready to open up to a relationship um, body like you know, make sure that you're healthy, making sure you're taking care of yourself. These are things that are important that people don't want to talk about. But let's be clear, you want to be the best version of yourself. So when you're attracting someone, you're attracting the best version, you're attracting as the best version of yourself. What you can attract when you are in a better place physically and financially is different from what you attract when you're down and out financially and physically. And that's not to say that there are not situations 
um, where people have attracted amazing people or people that were really wealthy when they were broke. That's not to say that that doesn't happen. But my thing is, why settle for being anything less than your best self when you're trying to attract something that you really, really want? If you want someone that's financially stable, somebody that's financially secure, then you need to work on being that yourself. You can't ask for something from someone else that you're not willing to be yourself. And that's the, the standpoint that I'm coming from. So for me, it's very important for me to have my body in, in, in healthy order, inside and, and outside. I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to, you know, attract the right type of, of person because physical attraction is important to me. I know a lot of people say it's not, but it's important to me. I'm not even a liar. I'm not going to want to date somebody out of shape. I'm not, if I want to date somebody in shape, then I need to be in shape. If I want to date somebody that takes care of their body, then I have to take care of my body. If I want to date somebody that takes care of their physical appearance, then I have to make sure I take care of my physical appearance. And those are things that are important to me. On the next thing, it's, it's finances. I want to make sure that my credit is where my credit needs to be. I don't have coming into a relationship with a bunch of debt and a bunch of drama and a bunch of bills. I want to come into a relationship being financially stable, being financially secure, being able to provide uh, for myself and not depending on somebody to do that for me. Is it great to have somebody that can be a provider? Absolutely. I want a man that's a provider, but I'm not going to be uh, in a position where I'm burdening him with a bunch of bills because I didn't be responsible for my bills when I was single. That's what I'm saying. So come at the relationship being the best version of yourself. And I'm just giving examples that I know I personally have worked on and working on. So um, don't be, don't push it to the side and act like it doesn't matter. Because let's be clear. You need to be your best version of yourself. You want to attract somebody that is attractive to you as well. You want to, you don't want to just attract anybody because we can always attract anybody. But, you know, if you want a certain type of guy, if you want a guy that's athletic and fit and is, it goes to the gym and eats right and takes care of himself, you can't be sitting on the couch eating, uh, uh, I don't know, brownies every day. You got to be at a place in your life where you're willing to work out and do what you got to do, not just for the man, but for yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself. You can live a healthy life. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, the high blood pressure and the whatever, whatever that you could be facing as a result of not eating right and putting the right things in your body. It's important. Like, I don't want to be, I want to be here to fulfill my purpose and to fulfill my destiny. I don't want to be struggling or bedridden or be a burden on my husband. I'm not trying to be somebody that he's got to be a caretaker for because I'm not doing the things I need to do to take care of my body. Um, and that's keeping it real. So ladies, we got to step our games up too. Men, you got to step your games up too. Don't be coming at a woman when you know you're not your best version of yourself, bringing all your garbage to somebody's life. Nobody wants it. So be the best version of yourself. When you present yourself, you're presenting the best version. You don't have to put up these facades for six months and pretending to be somebody that you're not because you're being authentic to who you are and every day you're working toward it. Do you have to have it all figured out and all perfect? No, but it should be a work in progress for you. So that's step two, making sure that you come to the table being the best version of yourself. And step three is be honest. Be honest and authentic. When you can be honest and authentic with who you are, what you want, what you don't want, 
it is going to be so much more easy to attract the right type of person. And for me, I am upfront with that. I tell men right off the bat, I don't like this. I don't want that. I don't want that. This is what I do like. This is what I need. This is what is a value of, is of value to me. This is what I bring to the table. And this is what my expectations are of you. And I wasn't always like that. Um, and, you know, <laughs> with a person that I really, 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 really loved, I, I kind of let a lot of things just kind of go without being said. No, no more. I, I could not do that anymore. I had to be authentic with who I am. This is what I want. This is what my expectations are. Is this something you want? Is this something you're able to do? And if they say they can't, guess what? You know that that's not the one. It's not, it's nothing to be emotional about. It's nothing to be sad about. It's something to be actually grateful that a person is honest and open with you. But you have to start that dialogue with being open, honest, and transparent yourself. Not putting up these walls or these fake pretenses of who you are or who you think they want you to be. Be yourself. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you can only pretend but for so long. You're never going to be able to keep up that facade forever. Eventually, the real you is going to come out. So why not present the real you in the beginning? And it's easier said than done sometimes. Of course, we want to impress, especially if it's somebody that we really admire. Like, I mean, there's, you know, people in my life that I've, I've really admire and I want to be like, oh my God, I just wish I was better, you know, in this area. Um, but you know what? None of us are perfect. And even though we admire that person, guess what? They're not perfect. But the fact of the matter is, be yourself. Don't try to change who you are to make somebody else like you. Either they love you or they don't love you. It's one or the other. Either they are for you or they are against you. <laughs> it, I mean, it is what it is. And I know it's not always easy to navigate through that. But we have to learn to stop putting up these walls and up these fake, false pretenses of who we present. And just be off our authentic selves. Because guess what? Eventually that person is going to see the real you anyway. So why not just show it in the beginning? Cut all the BS and show who the real you is from the very beginning and then you'll be able to really pull in and and have the person that you really deserve to have in your life um i i just i'm i'm learning everything that i teach you guys or i talk about is stuff that i'm learning or have learned in my process i know that i am there are some areas in my life that i'm still working on and i'm very honest about it I'm not very patient. That's one of them. I am not a very patient person. I get very irritated with things that are stupid, in my opinion. Um, and when people do stupid things, I have zero tolerance for it. So when it's something that you know is the right thing to do and you refuse to do it or you're doing the wrong thing on purpose, it irritates me. I'm working on being more patient. But guess what? That may always be the way that I am. So I can't necessarily always change that. But what I will say is I always put the best effort I can into being my authentic self. And as you're going through this dating journey, it's going to be very important to show yourself up front because that way you can weed people out a lot faster. Um, <laughs> I think about, you know, there have been times where I've met guys and they'll be like, oh, wow, you're just a straight shooter. Yeah, I'm absolutely a straight shooter. And the reason why I'm a straight shooter is because beating around the bush is not helpful for anybody. I'd rather you know how I feel right up front and then you can determine if that's something that you can handle or not. And then we can just move on. 
But if I'm beating around the bush and I'm, you know, holding back from who I really am and being my authentic self, then eventually that man's going to do something that's going to trigger my, the real personality that I have to come out anyway. So at the end of the day, I might as well show you that now. It doesn't mean I'm rude or I'm brash or anything like that, but I'm just honest. So if you're expecting me to give you a bunch of fluff, I'm the wrong person. I'm not going to give you no bunch of fluff and a bunch of feel-good words to make, make it sound good. No, this is what I want. This is who I am. Is this something you can handle? And leave it there. <laughs> and if it's not, then, then you, know, you got your answer. What's the worst that could happen? They'll, they say no, and you realize that that's not the one for you. Okay, fine. I'd rather know it early than to be five years in and realize, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm engaged to this man that I'm not even in love with or um, I'm dating this person that I don't even like. I've done it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling you from experience, don't do that to yourself. Take the time to be yourself and you will find that it's so much more freeing and it's so much more easy to weed through the BS. I encourage you guys with this message. I pray that it's something that helps you um, as you're navigating through uh, the dating process and attracting what it is that you desire. Because guess what? I don't care how much society makes it seem like relationships is an outdated concept. I don't care what they say. At the end of the day, we all were created for relationships. God created Eve for Adam because he didn't want him to be alone. So no matter what people say, they can feed me all kinds of BS. I'm not buying it. None of us want to be alone at the end of the day. Does it mean that you, you have to be in a relationship? No. If it's what you don't want, then it's what you don't want. But I will tell you that being alone is not, it's nothing wrong with being alone. Like I like myself. I, I value my time with myself. I don't have any problems being by myself. I like me. But I always think about how I want to wake up to my heart, my, somebody that has my heart and um, my husband and somebody that I can cook my meals for and I can show him, you know, my skills in the kitchen and somebody that I can share my dreams and my visions and my goals with somebody that I can cry on their shoulder when things are hard. I want that partner. I want that partner I can travel with and spend holidays with and, you know, get to know his friends and his family and he gets to know my friends and my family. I want that. That is a value to me. So at the end of the day, if I just pretend that none of this stuff is, is important to me, then I'm lying to myself authentically who I am that's what I want and I am going to have that so at the end of the day if it's not meant for me with somebody that I wanted to be with then that means that's not the right person and it might hurt and it might suck trust me I'm going through a situation right now where I've kind of put it out there this is what my expectations are is this something you want if it's not then I, I have my answer and then I can move on but I encourage you guys to take these steps because if you're not honest with yourself, then you're not doing yourself any justice. And you're really not being able to, to see the fullness of what God could potentially have for you. And I'm not willing to be the blockage or the hindrance to the blessings that God has for me. I'm not going to block my own blessings. So I encourage you guys not to do so either. Well, I love you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I will be back before you guys more consistently now. I am putting a schedule in place because I have to. My life is too busy. I'm pulled in 50, 11 million directions and I have to put a schedule in place. So just, just know every Sunday I'm going to be recording for the podcast. So I will be posting a podcast video every Sunday. 
um, unless, you know, it's something going on where I can't and I'll try to still do it at some point in the week. But I love you guys. Have an amazing week and I'll be seeing you guys next week. Bye.